With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah. I love my HBCU. And Bob? I love it, love it. I love it, love it. I love my HBCU. And man. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. Man. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I hope my team they won one. Yeah. I tune into the HBCU Sports Lab to see if my team won a loss. If they lost, I'm quiet as a mouth. But if they won, she tap. Uh, I'ma do the dab, yeah. Dr. Cavill, yeah. he know what he be talking about. Talking Mike about. and Charles, Talk. they know what they be talking about. Talking they about. compress the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they wanna love yeah. and who the ball, who the ball. So listen to Professor Yes Sir and pay attention, Boy. cause he gon' teach a lesson. Yes. This is Dr. Cavill with Inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Bringing it to you hot and heavy after week one. It's in the books. Welcome to episode 176 of Inside HBC Sports Lab Radio Show and Podcast. The show that's covering is sporting HBC diaspora. All things HBC sports institutions, large and small, from NAIA to the NCAA. We share insights and information on the HBC sports culture, HBC athletic aesthetics. A lot of that going on this week to facilitate the story of HBC athletic programs and the business of HBC sports. I'm your host, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, along with my co-host, Mike Washington, with a big old smile, and Charles Bishop, with a bigger smile. We are filming from our home studios and sending a signal live to KCH 1230 AM Studios with the Texas Radio Hall of Famer, Ralph Cooper, always has a big smile, in the beautiful home of Texas Southern University. Not a lot of alumni having a big smile on that face, but we're still here in Houston, Texas. Without further ado, let me say, Mike Washington, how you doing? Oh man, couldn't be do, I couldn't be any better, man. Terrific week one. We got a bunch of what I call Mike Washington data points. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, we do, and we will get into those data points. With that, Charles Bishop, how you doing, man? You look a little dark. You look like you got a suntan. Yeah, I, I did. I'm working with a little suntan, a little, little, little Miami suntan, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm a little fatigued. It was a pretty busy weekend, but uh, all in all, I'll take it. We're back to uh, week one HBCU football. What could be better? No doubt. No doubt. Today's episode of Inside HBC Sports Lab is sponsored by THC Agency LLC. Keeping us really hot and heavy. I know they got a lot going on in their mind after week one when just about all the teams played. So we saw either what we wanted to see or certainly saw things that we will make some of us a little nervous. 
George Suggs in the house. Ricky Burton. Michael Ford. Brain is hurting. Too many lectures over the last week. Keep up the good work. Hashtag AMU winning. Yes, AMU winning. Hashtag they did. Chuck Hunt, K. Johnson. Good evening, Lab Fanatics. Shouting out all those in the lab. Appreciate you, K. K says, Jerome G. Sutton, I was looking for you. I caught up with Chuck Hunt. <laughs> oh, wow. Not the looking for you. Lonnie Shaw, K. Johnson, gave the nice little wave back. Ricky Burden, we in the lab, baby. I see the G-Man back on the winning side of things. Oh. So I know he's feeling good. Uh-oh. Parker, Parker, time for the lecture. Let's go. Who else we got in here? William E. Davis, strike, strike, strike again. I like that. Now, that's what you do. When it doesn't go your way, you still show up and show out. Nothing wrong with that, William. I see you. Jerome Chief Sutton's in here. I was there. <laughs> Karen Griffin say, hey, everyone. So Jerome say he saw everything. He also sent me something about the Battle of the Bands. Wait till Thursday. We have a poll ranking. And like I said, the difference between my poll ranking, it's not just about how many fans you can get out there to push the button and say, like, we have wins and losses, just like you do on the sporting side, because we call this the HBCU marching sport. So you know Wins and losses, so we're going to see who's ranked in the band marching sport. But you'll have a team on that. That won't come till Thursday. Kevin Crawford says, good evening, brothers. Yes, big A5. You see I got the black and old gold on town for y'all out. So, you know, just make sure y'all understand. Troy Lamont, he's in the house. I like that. Didn't go well, but he's in the house. He's going to represent the Aggies. In the house, expect to get our four starting defensive linemen back. That was the problem. That's the major problem. You lose four starters. Y'all need to make sure they either stay healthy and get the compliance folks to work. Because I heard a couple other folks had to deal with some issues like that. Compliance, pulling people off the field week one. That's not a good thing. Trudy Jackson, good afternoon. I'm not saying that for the Aggies. I know that for a couple of other ones. But we'll see. Lonnie Shaw, JSU, number one. Alabama and them number two. How can that be? Well, you haven't heard of Camille's ranking. That may not be. That's somebody else that just wants your attention. You know, come on us. And then let the brothers here tell you what they think about my poll ranking in the system. They do it today. It's coming. It's coming. Kevin Crawford, fam, to the day I die, no doubt about it. Ari Parker, I will be worked out on October 9th. That, I really like this about the MEAC. Hold in terms of the SWAC football weekly honors. What's on your mind? Yeah, let's start off with the SWAC. As a SWAC named uh, Alabama A&M's Aquil Glass, uh, Jackson State's Aubrey Miller, Grambling State's Garrett uh, Urban, and Purdue A&M's Juwan Paz as the SWAC football players of the week. Let's take a look at what these guys did. Offense, Aquil Glass, he goes uh, 28 of 49 for 426 yards and four touchdowns through the air uh, against South Carolina State. No interceptions. No interceptions. 42-41 victory over South Carolina State. Take a look at Jackson State, Auburn Miller. He had a game high nine tackles and one sack as Jackson State's defense held Florida A&M out of the end zone and limited Florida A&M to only 234 yards of total Offense specialist was Garrett Urban, punted the ball six times, 41 yards uh, per, per uh, as far as the punting average. I also had a long of 51 yards 
And the newcomer is Juwan Pass. Prairie Views, quarterback, the Louisville transfer. He racked up. Who you with? Who you with? <laughs> 486 yards of total offense on 75 plays. He completed 25 of 37 for 354 yards passing with three, count them, one, two, three touchdowns against the Texas Southern Tigers in Prairie View's 40-17 to 17 Labor Day Classic win. Charles, did you say something about a newcomer? Newcomer is Dewan Pass, man. Yeah. Shout out no, to the Congratulations family. on Miller getting it done, man. That – Game between Jackson State and FAMU. I know we talked about it Sunday morning, get into it, but in terms of sometimes you get into a defensive matchup and you're like, ah, that's frustrating. But that, they were flying around and really making it exciting to watch a defensive matchup. Let me go to you, Mike. At Football Weekly Honors, what do you have for us? Well, guess what? <laughs> it was a Delaware State sweep. Uh, <laughs> Miak announced their uh, weekly honor, Delaware State running back, Savion Wilkerson, or in James Bond style, Wilkerson, Savion Wilkerson, was named the Miak football offensive player presented by Coca-Cola. The conference named this today. Now, here it is. Hornets defensive back, Isaias Guthrie, was selected as a defensive, uh, <clears throat> as defensive of the week. Picking up Specialist of the Week honors was Delaware State's Kevin DeShields. Wilkerson, 5'9", 205 pounds, from the shot, rushed for a game-high 92 yards in the Hornets' season-opening win over Bowie State on Saturday, finding the end zone three times on 26 carries, including an 11-yard score with 538 in the game that put Delaware State up two possessions. Guthrie. Had two of the Hornets, four interceptions. Had two of the Hornets, not one, not two, but three, but four interceptions on Saturday against Bowie State, racking up a total of 93 yards. This included his 87-yard pick with 47 seconds remaining in the first half, which I think he did this last year as well. And then, of course, DeShield blocked a pair of extra point attempts in the Hornets season opening victory against Bowie State. So it was a Delaware State sweep in uh, the MEAC Weekly Honors. Congratulations. Hats off to Delaware State. Yes, when you look at it, hats off to Delaware State. They got the victory. A lot of folks were looking in on that game and going yeah. the other direction with Bowie State. So credit to them, get it done. But four interceptions. And the Bulldogs still found a way to keep it close. That's fascinating to me when you think about all the things. And ultimately, that interception before the half was a difference in the total score. So um, big play by DeShields helping his team get it done. Fascinating in so many different ways. Shout out to Fred with it. Um, he says, Winston-Salem State HBCU Heritage Center, BCSE. HBCU football history. Congrats to Winston-Salem State South slash Alabama A&M. <laughs> <I like that>. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about some coaches there, maybe. LaShawn Harris says Shiloh Sanders, a beast. I think you have a lot of folks who agree with that. He, he was so Some people say, and I think Charles said this early, he might not make it to too many games if he's not careful because he's ahead of them. They don't quite let you play like that these days. Dwight Moore says, good evening to the dean and the professors. No doubt about it. 
Ronnie Shaw says, congrats to Mac McCain signing with the Eagles. Great yep. point you got there, Ronnie Shaw. Good one. Good one. Appreciate you putting that in. Let's get ready as we take this break. I'll set it up and tease it as we come back. We will have Dr. Bill's Inside HBC <laughs> Huddle Report. We'll get into some matchups in the second half of the show. But the first half of the show in the second quarter, we're going to go into the mid-major and major division ranking. And, Mike, uh, how can you laugh before you even see the poll rankings? That's not right. I'm, I'm just – That's not right. The way you teed that up, I'm re- I'm, I got my darts ready. I'm just, re- I'm just waiting. <laughs> <laughs> you and these data points and darts. We can call you D&D with that Dr. <laughs> inside HBC Sports Lab. We might watch the Charles Bishop. You see the guys are having fun. Uh, something must have went right this weekend. And with that being said, stick with us. We'll be right back after this break. Let's get back to strolling instead of scrolling. Before we can safely come together, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your fam. At Hampton Law, our primary goal is to provide non-traditional yet effective solutions and redefine the approach to client legal concerns. As your trusted legal advisor, we believe in sophisticated, personalized services that eliminate the confusion and complexity sometimes associated with legal matters. Our high standard for client care and concern, coupled with our extensive legal knowledge and skills, make Hampton Law a resource focused on the protection of the client's interest and overall goals. We value our clients and truly enjoy working with them. Visit thamptonlaw.com to conveniently schedule an appointment online. Tamika Hampton Esquire. 1631 Rock Springs Road, Suite 336, Apopka, Florida, 407-494-1471. THamptonLaw.com. It's the show where we take you inside the game before the game begins. It's it's the pregame. With your host, Charles Bishop and Neely. So get ready, because we pregame harder than the other show's party. It's the pregame. Support the Black College Sports Network so we can continue to provide you coverage. Go to myjbn.com slash support and be a part of the Black College Sports This is Dr. Bill inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Let's get into it, fellas. Let's see what you think. Dr. Cavill's mid-major top 10 poll ranking. We do have a new number one this week. Wins and loss matters in the poll ranking. doesn't mean that you can't come back, but you just can't rack up losses or a loss and think that you will stay in the top 10 poll ranking, certainly in the top five. That's not going to happen. In terms of the top six, you can go to THGAgency.com as well as BCSN Network. We'll get the poll ranking up there for you, and you can look at the entire top ten. I will say there's two teams drop, jumping into the top ten. I'll give you that information just so you know, but we won't go through the entire top ten. We'll have it flash up there. You can see it. Teams dropping out of the top ten that allow these teams to get in are Virginia State Trojans. They drop out, and Savannah State falls all the way out of the top 10 with the significant loss they had 
I look for them to find a way to get back in the poll rankings, but they're in there. I think we got the major division, so we're going to hold off on that. Let's check out the mid-major division a little bit uh, as we do that. Jumping into the top ten, the mid-major is Clark Atlanta Panthers. Big win they had over Livingstone. I'm not sure if they'll stay in the top ten very long, but credit to them. They got done. They have a chance with Lane next weekend. Can they keep moving and keep that winning streak and say, hey, we're going to jump more than the top ten? Also, Fort Valley State with a shutout victory over Tuskegee on the mm. national TV. They finally mm. get in the top ten all the way at number eight. We'll focus on the top five, though, and this is where the rubber will meet the road. We'll see what the professors say about the top five teams in my top ten poll ranking. At number one, Miles – I mean, at number five, Miles falls two spots. Uh, with their tough loss, overtime loss to Alabama State, they still have one first-place vote, six seven points, but they fall two spots. But they stay in the top five. At number four, Bowie State Bulldogs, they fall from number one. They – Fall four spots, one first place vote still, 73 points. Number three, Fayetteville State Broncos, 1 0, including a conference win, two first place votes. They, they jump up four spots, 77 points, as they continue to get it done and make a statement as they're saying that we are ready to make a run for the CIAA. We'll see what that looks like in a couple of weeks. And number two, Albany State Golden Rams, 1 0, big win. They have two oh, first place votes, 81 points. They move up four spots. Albany, as you say in those parts, Mike would tell us. Number one, Langston Lions get a big win. Four first place was conference win. They move up three spots to number one. Let me go to you first, Charles. What are your thoughts in the top five teams in the poll rankings? Get that frown off your face and go ahead and tell the people what you like. You know, I, I, I really take a look at it and I'm like, hmm. That's a tough fall for Miles because that was that was about yay from an upset, but I, I will take them at five. Uh, but you know what? Uh, I, I like the poll starting out. Uh, Albany State big win against Mississippi College shutout. So uh, big, uh, kudos to Albany State with that. Fayetteville great showing. Uh, Bowie State. Got to watch the turnover bug uh, versus uh, Delaware State. They, uh, anytime you make the entire team uh, uh, conference players of the week, that's not a good good game for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> But those Miles Golden Bears, very impressive, 14-13. It's a loss, but you know what? You know who got on notice because of, of, that, of that loss? You know, Miles, they, they take a trip to uh, Southern, Baton Rouge this weekend. So, uh Yes, indeed. It's gonna be a good one. That's gonna be a good one. Uh, we might well build that one up now because Reggie Ruffin brings yeah. a, a ball club, and I tell you what, that uh, middle linebacker that he has, uh, man, that that kid was flying around all over the place. And the tape is uh, smiley. I tell you what, if he, yeah. uh, that, that that's a tough ball player. So you know, if I some of the southern folks getting already get talking about <laughs> Mitch, they're Mitch, already talking Mitchell Smiley and Natavius Floyd both of those guys they fly around for miles so uh defensively I, I, that could be a pretty fun one but you know I still like southern deep experienced roster senior laden team uh they got the offensive line to really beat you up but huh, be careful Oh, I like what you said. You game in there and you got a lot of breakdowns. Boy, you getting those Southern folks all lathered up already. 
Miles coming down there. We'll see what that means. You tease a little bit, but Thursday we get to make some picks. We'll see how far over the ledge you want to send these folks. Uh, but nice tease. With that, let me shift to you, Mike. But before I do that, let me give a shout out to Karen Griffin. She says Langston University representing the West. One of the farthest HBCUs out West. They found a way to be number one in week number one. Can they keep it? They got to grind. They play Texas College, so they have HBCU matchup. I don't see much there. We'll see if they how impressive maybe they can get it done. Obviously, Texas College will say not so fast. Troy says, let me pump up my other HBCU. Clark Atlanta, NBA in the house. I like that, Troy. That's right. Show some love for the Clark Atlanta Panthers. They got it done. With that, somebody's FCS program should hire Langston's head coach. Another good statement. That's by Jimmy Wilson. We've said that over the years. He's back at it again. If some teams are not careful, there'll be some spots available, but we'll see that. We got a long season. Let these coaches get <laughs> lathered up before we start stepping them out. Right. That, Mike, what are your thoughts in terms of my top five? Thank you, Charles. I just had to say that. Man, Mike, what do you think about my top five? I'm about to blow this top five up. Really, somebody really likes Langston. Uh, they played Oklahoma Panhandle State. Yes, they went six and two, but the last three or four years before that, they have been two and six, three and five. It's one day to Oh, no, Langston has won Come the last couple years. What are you talking about? Come on, somebody really likes Langston. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I told. Hey, I, I said it a couple of weeks the ago. The is a representative poll at a period of time. You have to win. But let me let you finish. Let me thank you. Let me finish. In my opinion, to be in the top five, you should have a, a winning record. You you know, if you're Bowie State, I'm sorry. You should have dropped out of the top five. And Fort Valley should have made the top five as a mm. as they look. I do like that point, Mike. Every once in a while, you drop a great nugget with that data point. And I like the fact you justify who got to go, but you said who comes in. If you yeah. don't like Langston Lions number one, I do want to ask that question. Who would you put at number one? Been... And I'll come to you next, Charles. Mm. Mike, who you have at number one if you drop Langston out of that number one spot? Albany State. Albany. They were they they an impressive win coming out the gate against Mississippi College. They were behind in the over and under, weren't supposed to win that game. Langston Lions, you knew they were gonna win it. It is Oklahoma Panhandle State. More impressive win. And, and, and knock off the Choctaws. I, I'll take that. I'll take Albany uh, with that. Gabe Giardina's uh, team. So, uh, you know, uh, great win, Albany. I, I, I have to try to open my mouth and say it like Mike says. How do you say it, Mike? Albany. Albany. <laughs> <laughs> but they would be my number one. And I tell you what, Fort Valley um, – Waking up the echoes of goodbye uh, at Tuskegee. Uh, yep. Wow. You know, that's 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 big. That's that's yeah, big. That's big. Yeah. That's big. Yeah. That's yeah. Bad. I will say that that is big. Karen Griffin likes the fact that Clark Atlanta's made the top ten. She wants to read, rep that as well. Let me ask you this question. <laughs> we all agree that Albany State significantly should be up there. We 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 should have made a move. Do you jump them all the way from six to one over a team that was ahead of them the previous week? Start with you, Mike. Absolutely. I think your answer, you said it, but I just want to add. Absolutely. Hey, Here's hey, why. Hey, hey, say, say your comments. For some reason, the the, uh, the video is frozen, but it's still sending a signal. 
Is it back up? We back up. Yeah. yeah, Mike, we you were gonna say as we got in there. Yeah. So here's why. Um, yes, jumped up. But remember when we started out, I was the one who said they. You could argue that they were number four. You know, they you could move them up from six to four. So in my mind, it's moving them from number four to one. The other thing is we always talked about Bowie State reloading. Bowie State, unfortunately, came out the gates. They fell short. They come out of the top, in my opinion. So that leaves room to move Albany State all the way. If it's from number six, I think they should have started the season at number four or number five. You look at their past years of performance, I, I think it's justified to move them up to number one. Hey, hey Doc, let's have like Charles that. make his point. Go ahead, Charles. Uh, great well, point, Mike. Would you jump them, as I said in this, would you jump them all the way up from six jump, to one? I, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, why, why not? On game one, why not? You see all that fluctuation on, on game exactly. one. Why not? Let, let's go for it. <laughs> the first couple of weeks, I will say this in terms, is your biggest movements that you have a lot of teams. As Mike says there's not a lot of data points. So you can have huge fluctuations in the poll rankings um, to your point. But that's also where I like the fact that we acknowledge that wins matter because sometimes you don't get that um, when you have these. And it's really interesting when we come back from this break, your thoughts in terms of what that means at the major division because oftentimes you, you have more fluctuation with teams playing up, teams playing down. Uh, classic game, so I would love to see your thoughts on that. Before that, but we'll go, before we go to the break, I did want to get Mike add another. Uh, yeah. to get in. The, the one thing I do like about your poll is, if there is such a thing as an impressive loss, Miles had one, and that's reflected in your poll. So I, 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 I will tip my hat to that. Um, it is an impressive loss. If there is such a thing, an impressive loss. There were some losses that were not impressive. Data points. Yeah. And we'll talk about those probably throughout the show. So, you know, Southern, you know, hey. <laughs> you weren't impressed with the Southern, Sean. Give us time. We'll get into that. Yeah. That being said, uh, we got um, Jimmy Wilson said, hell, no, he don't do it in terms of jumping them up. Uh, G. Boom Holly says, we will see how it goes by week number four. With that, this is Dr. Bill inside HBC Sports Lab. Let's take a break, and we'll come back with the major division poll rank. I really think we're going to rankle some people with that one. This is Dr. Bill inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Stick with us. I know we may have a couple of technical difficulties, but we'll work through it. Stick with us, and we'll make sure you get all your good information. I see Juan Hill is in the house. Karen Griffin says, ranking flexibility first two weeks. I can live with it. Thank you. Stephen A. Miller's in here. Kurt Wilson, Chad Cooper is in the house. So let's get with it as we continue to get it done. We'll be right back after this quick break. <laughs> Your ad could be ran here. MyJBN.com backslash support. MyJBN.com backslash support for more information. 
shop Velvet Online Women's Boutique to spice up your closet with trendy, unique looks. We have fashionable and chic looks at very affordable prices. Velvet Boutique offers free shipping all year long on all orders. Shop online at www.melvetboutique.com. That's www.melvetboutique.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram. Shop Melvin Online Women's Boutique. This is Carlos Brown, letting you know that we're on the move. You can now catch the Carlos Brown Show beginning this July on the Black College Sports Network each and every Saturday from 11 to 1 Eastern Time. That's 10 to 12 Central Time. Same time, new place. On Facebook at the Carlos Brown Show and Black College Sports Network. Online at www.mybcsn.net and on the BCSN app available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. Whether it's advice on managing your anxiety or tools to help you stay grounded, Coping 19 provides a range of resources and self-care tips to help you cope with this pandemic. We can help. Find the resources that work best for you at coping-19.org. It's like a loot machine. This is Dr. Lil inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. I know you had a little pause before we go in, into the credit. Did you have something as we start the second half of the show, Charles? Uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm checking milk cartons. I'm looking for Roy Evans. <laughs> uh, I need help. Roy, where you at? Where, strike, strike. Wait, wait. <laughs> at least Roy G. Sutton, he hollered at me. He was like, good game. But I, I ain't heard nothing from Roy. I'm uh, help, Roy! Help! I'm looking. <laughs> hey, don't snakes go go into hibernation? Oh <laughs> uh, no! I mean, they snakes supposed to be out right now. We still in summer. <laughs> hey, Mike, what did you say? Uh, Roy Jones was told by Hey Antonio Tarver to Roy Jones. What's your excuse now, Roy? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all cold. Man, stop that! Stop that! Let's get into this major division poll ranking, man. Y'all having too much fun today. Let's start it with those teams that dropped out. We had a couple of teams that dropped out of the top ten. Again, we'll focus on the top five, but I want to let you know who dropped out. Southern Jaguars didn't look very good against Troy. Yes, it was the FBS, but just the way they played, many people thought Southern Jaguars would represent long season. They got a chance to get it right. A couple of things went down. North Carolina A&T, the Aggies. The game, they were in the hunt. They, they were in the game, but – they didn't represent like we're used to in terms of the Aggies. And so I think it hurt them in terms of their ranking. This was a game that many people thought they would come in and they should be able to get the win and get it done. Just didn't play a little very well. Defensive, they made some stops late in the game to give them chance, some chances in the offense. And the offense couldn't really move the ball, but they made some big plays and time of plays to make it close, but couldn't quite get it done. With that being said, who jumps in the poll? Ramblin' State Tigers get in the poll with a win over Tennessee State. Ramblin' is back again, or some people made an appearance. We'll see 
how long they can stay in the top 10. They have a tough matchup this weekend. We'll see what's going on there. Um, you also have Delaware State that jumps in the poll. We saw what they did against Bowie State. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. They get a chance to make another major statement when we get into some games of the week. Talk about that in the last um, quarter where we start getting into some of these matchups, Miak Swack. Some nice, crucial non-conference games against FCS competition. Be interesting to see what that looks like. Let's get into it. Top five programs with some teams moving out of the top five. You had three teams that were previously in the top five that dropped out of it. So who gets in there? Number five, Prairie v and 1-0. And they are 1-0 in conference play with a big win over the rival. Texas Southern, they have one first place vote. Look really good both sides of the ball in that matchup. People will say, hey, it's just Texas Southern. Texas Southern looked like they were making a trend. Some people said Texas Southern is going to find the time to get it right. We'll see which one it really is the case. And number four, North Carolina Central did not play this weekend, but because of the other losses, they actually moved up uh, to number four, move up four spots. Just like Prairie View moved up five spots, one first place vote, 76 points. And number three, Jackson State moved up big time as well. Jackson State Tigers, 1-0 as well as 1-0 in the conferences, they defeated uh, the Rattlers. Defensive game, they moved up four spots, 96 points, getting it done. And number two, Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions, 1-0, they got it done over the lane. Um, didn't have too much trouble, maybe closer than some people thought. They remain at number two. You have Alabama a and probably the biggest matchup this weekend in terms of top programs. Got a little revenge for the SWAC. Two teams that were predicted to win both of their conferences, respectively, Alabama over South Carolina State. Nip and Tuck went to the last play of the game. Interception won it for Alabama A&M. They are one and no seven first place votes, so they increased their first place votes as they get it done. I will say this, South Carolina State stays in the top ten, but they drop out of top five. They fall three spots just to give you some indication there in terms of what they did uh, in terms of that ranking. FAMU also falls three spots as they fall out of the top five. They fall to six, um, 0-1 in both overall and conference records. So, again, you can go to BCSN. We'll have the poll rankings up there so you can break it down as well as CAG agency. With that said, there are some teams receiving votes. Bethune-Cookman played well against UTEP. Alabama State with their win over Miles. We'll see maybe this week if that win deserves a little more credit than some people think. That's a solid team even though people are already mad that Alabama State made it that close. North Carolina A&T obviously still receiving votes and things of that nature. I'm going to stick with Charles first this time. Charles, what do you think in terms of the top five teams in the poll ranking, the poll ranking overall? Well, let me start a little something with Grambling and Florida A&M. If I'm a Grambling fan, I want that Florida A&M spot. Give me, give me that six. Get, the, get them, uh, get, give me my one and oh over there, oh, one. <laughs> but uh, I tell you what, that was a, a, a good uh, weekend of great action. Uh, we talked about Florida AM and Jackson State with a great defensive contest, but it was an offensive explosion with Alabama AM and uh, South Carolina State that caught my eyes. 42 41, uh, a huge win for Alabama AM, uh, getting that win over uh, South Carolina State team that's uh, they're predicted to see again. Uh, in the celebration bowl. Uh, Arkansas Pine Bluff, they did what they needed to do. Uh, Prairie View, that's a good, good win. Uh, Labor Day Classic, rivalry games, anytime you take out your rival uh, opening weekend, heck of a win, 40-17, and it was, and it was dominant in its performance. But, uh, you know, I, I, I can't 
uh, knock this poll here. This 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 looks good. The first five all one and zero, oh, and then you know your your next uh, five. Uh, you got Grambling that. Uh, really bounced back really well from the spring, on four in the spring. That was a solid win over Tennessee State to get that win on a neutral site and uh, really kind of restore the war for Roar, if you will, for Bramlin. So kudos to Bramlin for getting that big win. Tennessee State, man, they've lost to three sweat teams over the past two years, Jackson State, Pine Bluff, and now Bramlin. That's a great point when you talk about Tennessee State that believes over the years playing in OVC has allowed them to be better than the SWAT schools, not in terms of the last three games. We'll see what that means. They made a transition in coaching, uh, but uh, it's still early. We'll see what that means. You did point out Gramlin over FAMU. What's interesting about that? That's a conference game now, and Gramlin travels to FAMU for homecoming, so they'll get a chance sooner or later to make the statement on the field. So that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up. Nice little tie there. And you handed it right to me, Charles. Good one. <laughs> Mike, what are your thoughts in terms of top five? No, I actually I have no very little qualms with this one as well. Uh, much, uh, I'm much more in alignment agreement with this one as opposed to your mid-majors. The, the one tweak I would make is uh, Pine Bluff. They, if you're looking at, at you know, strength and of the team that you defeat, um, you know, Pine Bluff defeated Lane, tough opponent, but Jackson State beat FAMU. Well, Kellen, not Central. Who, who do they beat? Alcorn State. Prairie View beat uh, Texas Southern. So I think you could make an argument for Arkansas Pine Bluff moving down a little bit, maybe still in the top five and moving Jackson State up at top five. That was a top victory. It's, Low-scoring defensive battle by both teams. I think it was a tough game. Two juggernauts who are not out of it by any chance. You know, and I think UAPB took care of business like they're supposed to against Lane. Um, I would agree with Charles. If I'm Gremlin State, I'm saying I'm 1-0. and And I'll, you got me down here at num numero ocho, and you've got other teams up there at 0-1. <laughs> so, uh, uh, data point. Alabama A&M is still as advertised. That plethora of receivers they have, that offensive output that they had, um, that game had over 1,000 yards of total offense. South Carolina State, to their credit, they had 400 yards of that 1,000. So that was no slouch. That was just Alabama A&M, that juggernaut, Akil Glass, doing what he was supposed to, performing well. Um, so, But the only tweak I would consider – is Pine Bluff. They beat Lane. Lane has kind of finished kind of in the cellar a little bit. They're a tough team. They're unpredictable. They came to play, but you could argue that that strength of, you know, you know, victory over a top opponent, you know, fam, you many have them coming out of the swag or at least coming out of the East. Many had Alcorn coming out of the West or coming out of the swag. To me, those opponents, those win over those opponents warrant a higher ranking uh, in, in this week's poll. Um, I do think that Southern will be back in the poll, and probably so will the Aggies. Man, that is fascinating, Charles. People are falling in love with Jackson. They wouldn't listen to you earlier. All of a sudden, now they'd be like, oh, he for real. Uh, interesting. But data point, that, hey, data point, Jackson State has, has a hell of a defense now. <laughs> data data no point. No doubt about it. Most people will have to agree with that. Um, with that being said, Jimmy Wilson says, Charles Bishop, every team in the SWAC has three and four-star transfers on the team. 
Okay. Mary Allen, <laughs> do they have as many as what Charles would say? Mary Allen says, great top five ranking. Thank you, Mary. If somebody knows what they're talking about out there. Ricky Bird says, yes, sir, Charles. Laugh out loud. We need to go up. Jerome <laughs> Deep Sutton says, PBAM could be a problem. Mike tried to tell y'all that. Uh, Jimmy Wilson said, good job on week two rankings. Thank you. I told y'all, just stick with your boy. We, the, the computers know what they're doing. Dwight Morrison, Professor Bishop, you should educate these recent followers. Why JSU and Tennessee State is such a heated rivalry? We'll get into that. We have that as our classic game of the week. We'll save that to Thursday, but we will get inside at Jackson State, Tennessee State. We'll let Charles get a chance to sh show up and show out as he normally does. But thanks for pointing that out, Dwight Moore. We, we will need to take a deeper dive. We have Breezy in here checking us out. Ross Lewis, appreciate you. Joseph Anthony says, Bulldogs in the lab. Respect all, fear none. Hashtag Alabama A&M or A-A-M-U. Anthony Goodwin, one uh, Hill still mixing it up with us here. Dwight Moore has another comment, says, The race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but the one that endured to the end. Go Jags. Great point. But you certainly uh, need to say that after we go on. Hey, hey, Dwight, you set yourself up for that one. Yeah, I'd say that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be quote, I'd be quoting that scripture too. <laughs> Brian Simpson says, non-conference wins make a difference in the rankings. No doubt. Certainly in Dr. Mills' rankings, they do. Trudy uh, Jackson says, Dwight Moore, he likes the uh, – Blue and gold glasses that he had, uh, that uh, Dwight Moore has on, no doubt about it. Shout out to Trudy, appreciate you. With that being said, we'll go ahead and take our last break. We'll get into some early mixes of some of these conference, non conference games from the Swag MEAC. We want to take a deep dive in that, or at least touch on it a little bit. This is Dr. Ville inside the HBCU Sports Lab for our last quarter. Thanks for sticking with us and appreciate all the good kudos for my poll ranking in week. Number one, we'll see what it looks like in week two. Things will change. See if they all stay on the good foot. Stick with us. We'll be right back after this message. We're still looking for Roy. Charles said he's looking for Roy. <laughs> <laughs> This is the BCSN Pod Zone, your place for the news, views, and conversations about all things related to HBCU athletics. Here are the BCSN Sports Wrap, Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab, Knights of the Roundtable, The Pregame Show, The Carlos Brown Show, The ONG Strike Zone, and more in one place. We are changing the way. You consume HBCU sports one broadcast at a time. The Cuvée Group is a Florida-based marketing and training consulting firm. We help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation. We also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a certified constant contact specialist, my colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. 
contact us to schedule a free consultation. Issues today, don't delay. Call Cuvée. Let's get back to getting ticks instead of watching flicks. Before we can safely get out there, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your crew. This is Ryan Fulford. A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. This is Dr. Cavill inside the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. Well, if y'all could be behind the scene, uh, it would be fascinating. Lonnie Shaw sneaks up there. And we talk about you. We saw uh, Simmons' name's Maradovic as the starter. If he would have started against JSU, I think it would have been having a different outcome. You at least have Kevin Crawford said, Lonnie Shaw, or at least brought him in earlier. I can believe in bringing him maybe early. I can think you can question that. But I'm not sure. That defense for Jackson State. I don't know if that young freshman wanted too much of that. Um, let me let, but let me say this to this mix. Let me say this, Doc, uh, to, to Lonnie. Uh, if if was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. <laughs> hey Charles, I just got a tweet. It's an emergency alert. It's a AP all points bulletin. APB FR all points bulletin for a rattler. <laughs> <laughs> So, Swag, major division game of the week. Let's get into it. Northwestern State Demons are 0-1. They faced the number nine-ranked Alcorn State Braves, and that's in Dr. Bill's ranking, who are 0-1 after the loss in the MIAX Swag Challenge. This is a big one. Southland versus Swag. The game is at home for Alcorn. One of the few games they have because they lost a couple of games but not playing in the spring. You know they're going to have a lot of fans at home. This is a fascinating one. This is interesting. Mike, what are your thoughts on this matchup in terms of the SWAC major division game of the week as we plug it here on the show? I think I, I think I'm scratching my head on this one, and I, I'm I'm wondering uh, Northwestern State. You know, you look in the past few years at how competitive they are in the Southland, and they're kind of you know in the middle of the pack, and you know, Alcorn State, they're going you, – you just have the feeling after the Swag Miak challenge that they were going to knock out some of the kinks. So I, I think this will be a close, intriguing matchup. It, it's a head-scratcher. Um, I don't know how good Northwestern State has improved. I think they were, what, two and five or one and five, somewhere in the middle of the pack in the conference last couple of years. So um, at times they, their offense has shown, you know, great flashes, but – if Alcorn State plays and eliminates some of the mistakes, they can be very competitive in this game from my from my perspective. Charles, what are your thoughts? Uh, here's the thing that concerns me about uh, this Alcorn-Northwestern State uh, matchup. Uh, Northwestern State ran, uh, rushed for over 200 yards against the FBS opponent. Uh, so I, I think Alcorn is going to have to be uh, ready for bear in terms of trying to stop this Northwestern State run. Uh, it's important, and, and you touched on it, Dr. Bill, uh, not too many home games. 
uh, you want to make sure that you have a great showing at home uh, with regards to Alcorn. I think they get uh, off the deck and they, they come out fighting against this Northwestern State team because we, we know Felix Harper, LaCharles Pringle, uh, Nico Duffy, those guys can be extremely explosive. But just for the swag psyche, you want these out-of-conference wins, and you especially want these out-of-conference wins against the Southland uh, because you're, you're competing. You're recruiting against this conference that's, that's within your geographic footprint. So huge, huge weekend for Alcorn. Good points. Good points made there when you talk about that. have a independent game where we probably get to talk a little bit more about another chance and Terms of Prairie View going on the road in kind of work. Yeah. We'll look at that on Thursday, but I want to do with the MIAC game of the week. And I did say that Auckland was ranked nine. I should say they're ranked 10, but you have North Delaware State that is ranked nine, and they host Georgetown. This is another chance where you have the MIAC, uh, similar to what you've seen in Sweat, where hosting a regional FCS peer, this time in terms of Georgetown, who comes in the game 0 1, Delaware State, obviously, with the win over. Uh, Bowie State. Sticking with you, Charles, what are your thoughts on this Georgetown coming to Dover to face the Delaware State Hornets? Delaware State has been making uh, improvements. Uh, I thought uh, they showed well in the spring. They get this uh, really good win against uh, a tough uh, Bowie State. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to take Delaware State and, and and, and, and go with them and get this win over Georgetown. Nice. Mike? What do you thought this MIAC matchup against Pioneer representative Georgetown? Patriot yeah, I actually, I actually got to agree with that. I'm looking at, looking at the, this uh, Georgetown. I'm looking at how Delaware State played, the offensive output they had. They played really well, uh, and I think if they continue that output, I mean, you got, I mean, if you look at that game, Bowie State is is no slack. Uh, Delaware State, I mean, what, they had, uh, what, three, 400 yards of offense total, um, 345, I think, to be exact. Uh, and so I, I think they come out, if they come out and play the same way with the same intensity that they played against Bowie State, um, there was kind of a let, it seemed like there, there may have been a letdown maybe in the, in the last quarter where they scored no points and they allowed uh, – Bowie State to score a touchdown, but I think if they come out against Georgetown like they did against Bowie State, I think they have a great shot of winning. Let's keep with the same refrain of you have HBCUs playing historically white colleges. We're going to do it in the CIAA, dipping down to the mid-major division at the Division II level. And as you know, for the playoffs, this could be extremely important because of the regional rankings. You have a South Atlantic team, Wingate, in this case, instead of hosting like we've seen at the FCS major division level, the CIAA, in terms of Fayetteville State, ranked number three in the mid-major poll after their win, conference win last week. They go on the road to face Wingate. So I want to know your thoughts in terms of this matchup. Is this a matchup uh, that is one that CIAA can find a way to get done with Fayetteville State? Certainly a chance for them to make a statement. What are your thoughts, Mike, sticking with you? Yeah. I th- I think I think uh, Fayetteville State has a has a good chance. I think if you look at them on the on the, on the uh, offensive side of the ball, I think they'll still come out of their part of of uh, the CIAA. Uh, they falter in the championships, but I think they have a good chance. Now Wingate's a very tough team. I, I don't think it's going to be a crapshoot 
shoot. Um, I still look for a very competitive game, but I, I still look for Wingate to pu pull it out. But I look for a great showing versus C.I. Debelay pulling it out. Yes, Charles, your thoughts on Fayetteville State and Wingate as they go on the road. Another chance for the mid-major team, CIAA, to represent. Yeah, uh, opportunity for the CIAA to represent. Wingate uh, came out strong. They beat up on Shaw. Uh, 40 to seven, I believe, uh, was the score. Uh, so, but uh, you got an opportunity with a, a much better uh, CIAA team here with Fayetteville State uh, carrying the banner for the CIAA. It's going to be tough trying to get this win on the road uh, against Wingate. But uh, let's let's stick with our HBCUs. Let's go with uh, Fayetteville State and let's see if they can uh, get that running game up and going against Wingate and 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 um, wear them down in the submission and get this win on the road. This is one of the few weekends of the year where you do not have a MEAC matchup, a SPAC matchup, or a CIAA conference matchups when I say that, but you do an SIC. You have Clark Atlanta coming off a big victory. Lane played well, but they played up going to Arkansas Pine Bluff, so we have a S, uh, SIC game where Atlanta, uh, or excuse me, Clark Atlanta is hosting in Atlanta the Lane Dragons. We told you Clark Atlanta's ranked number 10, so Charles, what are your thoughts in terms of Clark Atlanta? Can they get this win over Lane uh, and make it for this early stretch of the season? This is going to be a tough one for Clark. When you take a look at Lane, I start with the quarterback, Tariq McKenzie. I mean, you talk about uh, he's one of the more – You played passes. well against – Played well Phillip, against you. Exactly right. And Anthony Evelyn is a heck of a uh, target for Tariq McKenzie. Um, you're talking about somebody who back in 2019, he averaged almost six catches per game and he had seven touchdowns back then. But they also have really good, solid talent on the defensive side of the ball. And they led, they're led by all SIAC selections with their linebacker play, Bray McKenzie and Jeffrey Johnson. So tough one for Clark. Got to go with Lane and Nussman. Mike, do you think the same way in terms of Clark Atlanta and Lane? Uh, you know, Clark Atlanta is my team. This is the team that I need to see get some things done because I'm going for a greater expansion. I want to get in the Atlanta market. Can Clark Atlanta find a way to make other folks a believer? Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, wow. uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I I, I think, you know, if Clark Atlanta, you know, plays a tough game, I, I just see Lane pulling this one out. Good point. Good point. I'll leave it on this one. <laughs> uh, interesting article by YahooSports.com, UCLA, to pay HBCUs over 500K, but, but guaranteed games may be dwindling. Uh, a good article in terms of that. We've seen all this conference churning, as Charles loves, when I use the journal article, research article terms, uh, but you have this alignment with the Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12. What does that look like in terms of conference games? Will some of these games go away if these conferences decide to play more games that they can try to get on national network, obviously with SEC making a big move, bringing in Oklahoma and Texas? Fascinating article. Check it out, yahoosports.com, UCLA, to pay HBCs over 500 k but guarantee games may be dwindling. So I thought that was an interesting factoid that uh, I wanted to bring to your attention. We'll see what that looks like. We'll get a chance maybe to discuss a little more uh, on Thursday, but we'll get into some more of the games. Don't fret. We have four more games that we'll get into next on Thursday. We'll look at some of the classic games of the week, one for the MEAC, one for the SWAC. 
We'll look at also class for CIAASIC. We have those independents that we throw in there as well. So check with us on Thursday as we get back into it. And our debut, week number one. Well, I saw our debut last week, but we have week number one in the Battle of the Bands, my marching sport poll. Stick with us and see what you think. Again, on our poll ranking, we do wins and losses when we have head-to-head matchups of the bands. Who wins? And we had classic games this week. So we had a lot of head-to-head matchups we can choose from. So I want to see what y'all think about my band poll ranking, wins and losses, teams going up and down based on the head-to-head matchup. We'll see what you think in terms of what that looks like. Thank you for listening to Inside HBC Sports Lab. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends and colleagues. I am Dr. Dinyata Kavil, the Dean of HBC Sports, coming from inside the lab in the College of HBC Sports with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. We hope you enjoyed our interview with each other as we talked about it and really got the lab fans in tune to everything going on here. Again, thank you for listening to Dr. Dill's Inside HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop, every Tuesday and Thursday right here at 6 o'clock. And on Sunday, as we do a wrap-up, as you really want to bite in pieces and want to understand what you saw on Saturday, we'll tell you Sunday morning at 9 Central Time. Stick with us. We look forward, as we continue this week, and discuss the latest in the lab. Follow me, Dr. Kenyatta Cavill, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. It's Inside HBCU Sports Lab 1 on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. That's Inside the Sports Lab, Inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Dream big. We'll continue to move forward. We will talk with you soon. Charles. Of course. Mike. Lecture. Dismissed.